Jessica, welcome to the Bitcoin Source, a Bitcoin conversation. Can we start things off by having you introduce yourself to the audience? Sure. Well, hi. Um, I'm Jessica Levesque. I'm the executive director at C4, which is short for the Cryptocurrency Certification Consortium, which is clearly a mouthful, which is why we go by C4. And um, we're a nonprofit. We've been around since 2014, and our focus is on education, standards, and certification. Thank you, Jessica, for that introduction. And it's always fun to have women on the pod because, like I told you off air, um, women have a very unique perspective in this ecosystem, and I think it's truly important. It's lacking, but um, with individuals such as yourself, you give inspiration to other women out there to kind of build on this ecosystem and you know put their best foot forward. And Jessica, the first question I wanted to ask you was, you know, what inspired you to get into Bitcoin? Where did you learn about it? How were you orange pilled? Whether it was a person, an event, or even an educational course that kind of got you started. Yeah, so I my history isn't in um, anything that has to do with security or finances. Um, I was a college professor, and then I moved. I stayed in higher ed. I was an associate dean, and so I've always loved education. And then a friend of mine who I had worked with at a previous college, she got into Bitcoin, and she is the one who I guess orange pilled me because she was always talking about it. And I went to a meetup actually where she spoke and I spent the whole time kind of ignoring the whole meetup except for her part just to support her. And then I'd say like two years, three years later, I was like, why am I not listening to this? So it took me a while. So I think there's sometimes this misunderstanding that you get orange pilled and then you just fall down the rabbit hole. And that does happen for some people, but it's also okay if you're sort of exploring, trying to figure it out. It takes you a little bit longer. But yeah, my first introduction was through a friend who her name is Pamela Morgan. She wrote the book Crypto Asset Inheritance Planning. She's brilliant. And I was very lucky because I had support from her and some other friends that I know who are very interested in Bitcoin and Ethereum. And um, they brought me in and I really felt lucky that I could learn from trusted experts people that I already trusted because it is scary and new to try something completely different and out of your wheelhouse. So that intro was um, something that I feel like gave me, um, it was really a gift, I guess. Yes. And I, I think that your journey is so interesting. Like I've traversed your background a little bit and I just know that you have a very high standard for how you educate people, your community. And I mean, naturally, I just think that this position just fits you perfectly. You know, it's like your wheelhouse, everything that you've done in your past has accumulated into where you are right now. And it's just beautiful to see um, how people are adopting Bitcoin and learning from people in different ways. Like, you know, I have tons of guests on this show and some people uh, use books to be orange pilled or they go to an event or a meetup. But it's always beautiful to hear like friends and colleagues kind of orange pilling people and having that um, social currency um, type of vibe when it comes to Bitcoin. And I wanted to ask you, Jessica, like, you know, there's tons of Bitcoin educational platforms out there, tons of certifications out there, but how does C4 get this right? And what drove your passion to actually educate people in particular with Bitcoin? Yeah. So why don't I start with a little history of um, C4 and how we started to do education. So we started in 2014 because our co-founders, Joshua McDougall and Michael Perklin, were already working in the industry and they were trying to figure out how to hire people who actually knew how Bitcoin worked. Because it's pretty easy to say, oh, I get it. And to say a few things and you sound like you know it. But do you really know it? And I think you've probably experienced this, too, since you've been around for a while. 
there are people out there that misrepresent themselves as being knowledgeable and they're not actually. And so the um, exam, the Bitcoin exam was written by Michael and Vitalik Buterin. They were at a co-working space together. And this is before Vitalik created Ethereum and they wrote the first exam. And this was in 2014 and it's been reiterated on in many ways over the years and it is now curated by a volunteer committee. And so it is sourced from the community. It is community driven, which I think is really important. But I came along in 2019. So I'd already been working in the crypto space for a few years. I worked for Andreas Antonopoulos doing education. And um, when I moved over to C4, the first thing I had to do as executive director was take the CBP, the Certified Bitcoin Professional Exam. And I will tell you, I was terrified. First of all, I am not a great exam taker. <laughs> Second of all, there's so much information to know, and I wasn't sure where to get the correct information. And then the third piece is I was directly taking it from the people I'd be reporting to from the board. And I was like, oh, God, if I fail, <laughs> I'm going to feel so silly. Luckily, I did not fail. But it made me realize that it is difficult to I know a lot of people say DYOR, do your own research. And I think that there is a benefit to that because you have to make sure that you're using trusted resources. But at the same time, if you're pulling from all of these different resources and you're taking the time to curate your own knowledge, you're missing out on time that you could be spending actually learning. And so to have somebody create this educational content that somebody else can use is, I think, a huge benefit because then the time being spent is on learning, not on bringing resources together for oneself. So with that being said, one of the first things I did was say to the Bitcoin committee that was newly formed, we need to come up with some resources. So there was already a study guide, which was awesome. It's still there. It's open. It's free. Anybody can look at it. But then we also created a prep book and a course to prepare people because Rather than spending the time trying to put this information together, instead, they're spending the time studying, taking the exam, and then going out and actually using these skills in the workforce and being able to prove that they have this knowledge. And I think that's a much better use of time. Um, and my thoughts on that, I would say, is, you know, we live in such a litigious society that, you know, there's so many, I don't want to say lawsuits, but just the crypto ecosystem is so based around you know, the SEC and Gary Gensler and some of these protocols where there's people out here kind of promoting cryptocurrencies or educating people on cryptocurrencies to do a particular um, buy, sell or trade. And I just think that when you have a solid foundation of certification, that kind of allows people that are viewing you as an audience member to kind of have um, a little bit more confidence that what you're telling them is actually true. And you're following the guidelines of, you know, a certification platform such as C4 that has um, stringent uh, policies and rules and educators that really know what they're talking about, such as yourself. And I will say this too, Jessica, that um, when I was studying for my exam, there was a couple things that I did that I felt really helped me and it might help other people in the audience, which is um, there was a YouTube course that Andreas Antonopoulos had kind of prepping you for the exam. I give that a thumbs up because that was wow. super helpful for me. Like that was yeah, like, yep. Yeah. And then there was and then there was one that you had very recently where you were talking about securing your Bitcoin and keeping it safe. That was extremely helpful for me. And I just think that taking those or watching those per se in conjunction with having the prep exam, 
it's like a straight shot. And I just wanted to thank C4 and yourself for bringing that exam to light because it really has helped me as a podcaster and a YouTuber that when I talk about Bitcoin, I have some validity and certification to back up exactly what I'm talking about when it comes to Bitcoin. I love that. And I do love that um, the information was brought together by a bunch of different people with different experiences and different belief system so that it is as unbiased as I think you can get. That's my opinion, which is obviously biased. But um, I do think it's important that it is brought together from people who have different um, understandings of the technology and different thoughts on what it can be used for. Because if it's just one person's perspective, if you're proving your knowledge based on one person's point of view of what knowledge is important, then you could be missing a ton of other key pieces of knowledge. So I think that the way that this was created is really important. And the exam is, well, I should back up. The exam was created and then the content based on it. So you will have everything you need to know to pass the exam, but it's not like here's content that you should just know and study for to pass. It's actually usable. It's things that you'll come across that you'll be asked or it'll be brought up that you do want to know and feel like you have that proof of knowledge, which is for me why I maintain my CDP. I actually just got an email yesterday or the day before saying that I needed to renew it soon and which I will be doing so. But it, I, my first thought was, oh gosh, how much has it changed? And do I, am I prepared still? And I thought, well, that's a kind of a good question which is the whole point of it. Will I pass? I assume so. Um, But I do think that there's always that question, do I know everything that's going on right now? And this is the way to prove it to ourselves. And kind of, it's like that little, like, um, you know, feather in your cap that you really do get something. Yes. And you know, this, this question might be subjective, but what are the benefits of being a certified Bitcoin professional? Of course, everybody has a different approach and a different way of answering that. But I just want to hear your personal perspective on what do you think the benefits of having a certification would be? Yeah, well, for me personally, when I first got mine, I was just like, oh, yes, I actually get it. (laughs) And I, I feel it gave me this confidence that I didn't have before I passed it. I do know that, though, that it also really benefits people that are working in the professional, um, not necessarily professionally in crypto or in Bitcoin, but working professionally in a company where they need to understand Bitcoin. So for lawyers, for accountants, for anybody who is um, maybe like adjacent to Bitcoin, people even working in traditional finance, it's important to understand how this works. And that is something that it's difficult to prove. And one of the things I love about our exam is the first part of the exam is that you have to pay in cryptocurrency. So if you don't know how to use crypto, then you can't become a certified Bitcoin professional. And that came about before I was um, a part of C4. And I just think that it's a wonderful idea to have that be that first test of knowledge. Yes. And I agree with that. And I've seen C4 floating around for a long time, a couple of years now. And the first person I knew that was certified was um, Isaiah Jackson, also known as Bitcoin Zay. When his book, Bitcoin in Black America came out, I saw on the back of his book that he was a certified Bitcoin professional. And I was like, oh man, I definitely want to get that certification. And then I was like, wait a minute, $99 in Bitcoin. And at that time I was like, I'm not parting with my Bitcoin. I'm not giving anyone my Bitcoin. But then as I've kind of evolved in the ecosystem and understood the importance of having a certification, like I mentioned earlier, um, parting with that $99 was easy for me because I understood that that certification would gain me more 
in value than the $99. So um, I agree with that. I think that, you know, I think that the certification route is definitely needed, especially with all the FUD and the disinformation and misinformation that we're getting from mainstream media or just people just speaking about crypto, but they haven't really proven that A, they know how to use it and can pay with it and B, study, take an exam in 20 minutes, 75 questions and pass. So um, C4 is doing a great job on that front. Yeah, thank you. And I think um, I think you've talked about this before. Maybe you and I just did, but we have short attention spans and the exam is yep. just 20 minutes and it's pretty quick to go through and do it, but it's also a lot of content. So either you know it or you don't. A hundred questions in 20 minutes, is it's rapid fire. So you don't have time to go and look up what is a private key. Either you know how it, what a private key is and how it works or you don't. So it's a quick way to prove that knowledge. And like you said, it's $99 and then you also pay a certification fee. So it comes to a total of $140 um, USD. And you will see other certifications out there that are hundreds. Um, some courses are thousands of dollars. And the reason that our prices are so much lower, I mean, our course is, I think, $60. Um, it's because we believe that Bitcoin should be accessible to everyone. And if you go to some countries where there's um, high inflation or the um, exchange rate varies widely, some of these people can't afford it. And I think that that really negates the purpose of Bitcoin. So I don't see Bitcoin as something that's just an investment. I see it as something that we can use and can bank the unbanked and really change the world with it. And if we don't have the ability to provide resources to those who probably need it a lot more than those of us that live in the US per, per se, um, these people need access to these resources, which is why we have a lot of our content for free on YouTube, our study guides free. We give a lot of large discounts out to people in countries or locations where they can't afford um, our exam costs because we really do just want people to get certified and learn about it. And we also have the exam, the Bitcoin exam in um, Spanish as well. Same thing with the prep book, because we do want this to be universal. And when we talk about decentralization, how decentralized are we if we're just doing something in one language when we know that there is not just one language in the world? So I think that that's really important as well. Yes. And I think that's what makes C4 really different and brilliant in my opinion. But uh, the burning question I have for you was, you know, the obvious, right? You're a woman in this ecosystem and seeing women in this ecosystem is rare. You have Lynn Alden and Natalie Sklomensky and some people that I really um, admire in the space. And you're now one of those people as well, Jessica. But I really wanted to ask you, like, what was your best lesson being the CEO for Andreas Ampanopoulos' organization? Ooh, the best lesson? I guess all of the lessons that I learned from uh, just about how Bitcoin works and what it can be used for. Um, one of the really fun projects, he's got a hardware wallet um, course, a demo, and um, some key management courses. Um, and I thought that that was really fun to do because it's one of those things where you learn about how to use Bitcoin. You might learn about um, how to hold it in a wallet and how to use a hardware wallet, but it is difficult to learn how to self-custody. And many, many people choose to use an exchange or some system where somebody else is actually holding on to their Bitcoin. So for those listening, as a reminder, if you don't hold your own private keys, your own basically password and someone else does then they lose them you lose access to your bitcoin that's on chain and so this course i think was a really good learning experience for me and helping create it because 
because there are a lot of different nuances, things you might not think about or realize, and also that we just forget. It's impossible for humans to retain all of the info you need to know about things. So to go back and kind of refresh myself as we were creating it, that was really fun. I think that it was um, a unique experience and one that I've taken with me because I still need to know how to use a hardware wallet and how to manage my private keys and be safe with all that. And um, we talked for a minute about attention spans. I have a terrible one. I have ADHD. And for many years, I pretended like I didn't. In higher ed, I sort of wouldn't share that. And I'm very lucky to be in a place now where I feel like that's not something to be ashamed of. And being somebody that has this wandering attention span, I recognize that the way that we educate people about Bitcoin, the way that we educate people about how to use these different tools for Bitcoin needs to be done in a way that's accessible and isn't, here is a 12 hour long course and don't you dare screw this up or that. It's like, okay, that's terrifying. Let's start with the basics. Basics. Let's walk people through what you need to know and take it gradually um, and get there in this like intentionally edu- um, education focused way. Yes. I love that. That's, that's so on point, you know, and I kind of have built up my podcast episodes to be a certain length because of that. And, you know, not only for people that have ADHD or some other things, but I just think that as we become more technologically advanced, it just requires more of our attention to be pulled in all these different directions, whether it's social media or AI or all these other different things that we're just consuming on a high level. And there's a lot of vacillation in this industry as well, where um, people are looking for verification, certification. And of course, I could just jump on LinkedIn and say, I'm a certified Bitcoin professional, put the logo there and say, I passed it on this month and it expires on that month. But I wanted to ask you, Jessica, about something that I think you would know about, which is how does C4 or does C4 better yet keep each ID verified on a blockchain or somewhere in a database that people can always go back and prove um, whether it was five or six years ago that they passed this certification and it's a legitimate um, you know, certification that no one can kind of manipulate or capitulate? So we don't have our certs on chain. It's something that we've thought of about doing and maybe in the future right now we have it in our own system and you can look it up. There is a cert ID number Um, I will say that being a certified Bitcoin professional means you understand the knowledge that is listed out in our study guide. It doesn't mean that you are the best investor. You've got this great advice. So I always tell people any certification, take it with a grain of salt. It may mean that they understand this content or it does mean they understand this content, but it does not mean that they're going to be able to help you become a Bitcoin millionaire. Um, And so you can definitely verify your cert ID or somebody else's cert ID on our website. And I think the thing to know too, is that because technology changes quickly and Bitcoin, we know changes less quickly than something like Ethereum. And I don't say that in a negative way, Bitcoin and Ethereum, I'm not a Bitcoin maxi. Um, Bitcoin and Ethereum have different purposes and they both do that very well, but they're very different. And Bitcoin changes in some aspects more slowly and but it still changes so we do need to keep coming up with new content and then we need to verify that people know the new content so if you take the exam now in two years is it going to be the exact same absolutely not is it the same that it was a year ago no and it shouldn't because in 2009 the lightning network didn't exist 
So we couldn't have had it in the exam if we'd started it then. So just making sure that's actually a challenge that we have is keeping up with what's changing and making sure that it is um, in the exam and that then you're able to verify the certificate ID that someone has shown you and to recognize that it was the exam was taken in a somewhat recent time period. Nice. Thank you for that answer. And I think all the crypto blockchain people out there have just been, you know, teaming at the gates to know if like there was this on-chain verification process for C4. I know I definitely wanted to know. That's why I asked you. But uh, my last question for you, Jessica, is, you know, the question that I think a lot of people that take this certification are really looking for, which is jobs, right? So what jobs are looking for individuals with this C4 certification? And does C4 ever have um, alumni of the program end up being teachers or advisors for C4 to help other people um, become certified? Yeah. So um, two questions there. One was the jobs and then um, how does someone go from being certified to maybe doing something else um, with it? So the job side of it, um, it really depends on what you do. Like I said, there are people who just take it because they want proof of knowledge. There are people who take it because they want to be able to move up in their companies and showing that you understand how something works is great. If you're looking for a job and you're competing against other people, saying that you understand how Bitcoin works, even in traditional finance, is something that is looked upon in a way that maybe the people in TradFi aren't like, oh, yes, we've got a Bitcoiner, but they might there. It's definitely turning around. I went to a conference this fall and there were companies that you hear in the news that are um, not supporting Bitcoin. And then they show up at these conferences and have all kinds of people on their team. So they're using Bitcoin, too, and they're trying to um, adopt it as well. So I think having that certification, that designation, proving that you get it gives you a leg up. And it's particularly useful um, not necessarily for devs, but for somebody who's trying to work within, like we were talking about before, someone that is a lawyer or an accountant or doing anything that relates to crypto. And you need to be able to prove that you you can be the expert on your team or at your company. And then you can be looked to for um, any role that is related to it. And as your company likely will continue to adopt Bitcoin and other cryptocurrency and Web3 um, facets that you're able to be that, you know, that person. And doesn't it feel good to be that person that's like, yeah, I know this and I can prove I know it. Like that's such a um, important feeling, I think, that we get to experience when we learn something and have proved that we've understood it. Um, and then your second question was um, kind of the next steps. If you're a CBP, is there something else? Is that what you were getting at that you can do with it in terms of C4? So I will yep. say that all of our committee members have taken the exams for the committees that they're on. So our Bitcoin committee, our chair is Dirk Anderson, who is an amazing guy. And he took, he still takes the exam. So he, he started like that. And what we do is as people take the exam, if they want to volunteer with C4, we have a form on our website where people are able to um, fill it out, start to volunteer, help us create content or whatever it is that they're um good at basically that relates to Bitcoin and then they're able to move forward. So for example, our Bitcoin committee isn't the same as it was a year ago. So we added Anita Posh. She wrote the book, um, learn, earn Bitcoin. Um, and she's incredible. She is, um, I think she's in Zimbabwe currently trying to bring lightning network to individuals there. It's really amazing. But so, um, 
she was brought on because she was already interested in C4 was doing a project with us and it kind of led to that. So when we say we're community driven, we mean it. People who take the exam, prove their knowledge, then show that they're dedicated to um, education standards, certification and working with C4 can start to become part of the process to actually curate these exams. Because again, if it's just a couple people who are doing this and they make all the decisions, it's not community driven, which goes against the ethos of having peers involved in this um, protocol and within this space. Yes. And, you know, having people like Andreas Antonopoulos, um, I'm not sure if he's on the board of directors. I forgot what his role was with C4, but um, just for... Yeah. So, so for me, just like looking at all of his videos and how he's orange pills so many people, I still reference his videos from time to time. And I just think that he has this blockchain cryptocurrency um, aspect down to a science and to see someone's name on there like him, it really gives a lot of validity and understanding to people in the ecosystem to say, okay, I've read Mastering Bitcoin. So I definitely know that if this course is being kind of surveyed by someone like Andreas, that, you know, he's leading us in the right direction to be certified and to be knowledgeable about Bitcoin. So um, I think it's really fascinating and awesome what C4 is doing. But uh, Jessica, to wrap this up, I want to thank you for having such an awesome conversation with me. I learned a lot about what you're doing in the space and what you're continuing to do in the future. But before we go, can you give people your social media handles and anything else that you want to tell people about C4 before we go? Sure. Uh, C4's website is cryptoconsortium.org. And our LinkedIn and um, Twitter and Instagram is learn more with C4. Learn from us. We, we want to increase the knowledge in the space and increase the number of people that are able to prove that they understand how Bitcoin works. Yes, definitely. I agree with that. Everybody go out, check out C4's website. If you're interested in learning or trying to be certified in these particular industries, definitely look into what they have going on. I'm certified. I took the test. I studied and I passed. So you definitely can pass. Don't be scared or flummoxed that the questions are too hard and just go out there and continue to be the best people you can be. Thank you, Jessica. Thank you so much. This is great. Appreciate it. Thank you.